do you believe success and financial reward are proportionately tied to the amount of effort and hard work that you put in? Do you think your career or business is on a predictable trajectory that's limited by time, money, resources, and that there's nothing you can do about it? Does the thought of continuing to push, struggle, hustle to get ahead, even though you believe you're tapped out of time and resources already, leave you feeling defeated and drained? Well, there's a different formula for success, and it's creating a high-frequency success. And I'm going to tell you all about it on this episode of I Am Vibrant. Hey there, I'm Leah Lund. I'm an energy and capacity coach and the creator of One Whole Health and the Spiritual Wealth Creation Method. And you're listening to my I Am Vibrant podcast. I'm a catalyst to a spiritual wake-up call that will have you step into being the powerful creator that you're designed to be because you are. And the success that you desire in your career or your business or your life or your mission is already out there in the energetic field, in that fertile field of potentiality. There's success there, success beyond what your mind can even see, what your eyes can even visualize. And accessing it is an art based on natural universal laws. This is not magic, it's quantum physics, and it's not a talented limited to only the chosen few. And today I'm gonna to show you the practical magic formula for creating high-frequency success. But first, if you're a mission-driven entrepreneur, coach, healer, business leader, or an entrepreneurial spirit looking for clarity on your vision, wondering, when and how you're ever going to fit it all in. This episode is for you. And so is my best burnout recovery routine. The best burnout recovery routine is a collection of some of the most powerful and potent rituals that I teach my client to help them manage their energy and tune their frequency so they can accomplish more without draining themselves more. You can download this free guide. It's a bit.ly link forward slash daily best burnout recovery routine. And I'll drop that right in our show notes for easy access. Okay, so let's get on to high frequency success. So if up until now, you've approached your career or your business and success of any kind in your life in a way where you believe that the only way to have more is to put in more hours, spend more money, learn some secret strategy, mimic successful leaders, push more, hustle more, struggle harder, then this is your wake-up call. This is the wake-up call your heart has been longing for. Because simply said, quantum physics is the principle that will bring you success in an exponential way and in a way that defies logical thinking. Quantum physics is the study of the wave as opposed to the matter. Newtonian physics was the study of matter when we thought everything in our world, including us, was solid. But we know that's not the case now. Everything is energy. And that means that your success is not limited to what you see or heal, hear or touch in the 3D world. Your success is dependent on your frequency because energy matters and frequency matters. And you can learn to harness the natural laws of universal energy 
to work in your favor. And when you do, work or what you think of as work transforms into your greatest creative expression. And then you can quantum leap, not only your success, but your fulfillment. In episode 16, I talked about whether or not you are limiting your, creating an upper limit to your career, upper limiting your career or your business due to imprinting that you were taught as a child that, that taught you to only use your head when it comes to your business and career. When it, ta- when it taught you career pathing and project management and deadline reaching and achieving accomplishment was a head thing. And that's actually not the case at all. So I, in case you haven't caught that episode, I'll drop that link in show notes for you as well. It's about upper limiting, whether or not you were imprinted to upper limit your business by using your head too much. But now in this episode, we're going to take the heart-led guidance that I referred to in episode 16 even further, because the heart is the epicenter of our energy. It's through the heart that we are deeply connected to the energetic field. So starting today, my intent is that your success from here on out be guided by heart and feeling, even when mentally and intellectually, you have no idea how to make something happen. In other words, your role becomes the what, what do you want? And you're going to allow now your energy and universal energy and higher power to figure out the how. And following your heart, by the way, it doesn't mean that you have to be broke. And there's a, there's a myth out there that if you're doing heart-centered or spiritual work or service, you can't make money from it and you're probably going to be broke. Nothing could be further from the truth. It means that you can make, when you follow your heart and use your energy, your high frequency to create success, means you can have an even bigger contribution to the world and an even bigger contribution to your own fulfillment. You can raise collective consciousness by creating this type of success from a high frequency state. So we create high frequency success by, first of all, having, allowing yourself enough freedom and playtime really to have visions and ideas and desires, not being so structured or rigid that everything's just a checklist, but building in time, creating space and time to vision and to have ideas and have desires and pay attention to them. And then allow your vibrational frequency to match that. This is about being intentional with your frequency And based on a sense of where you want to go, what you want to create, what you want to do in your career or business or service, what you want your creative expression, I use that term interchangeably with success and career, creative expression, what you want that to be, how you want to spend your time, who you want to be, what your way of being is that you desire to embody and how you want to feel as you're doing all of this. So the word success, my definition, not of high frequency success, but just of success in general, is having what you desire when you want it. As simple as that. 
being able to use your God-given natural gifts that you were born with, your very essence of who you are, which is energy, to experience more joy, more fulfillment, more connection, love, fun, adventure, expansion, all by creating things that you desire. That's a life well-lived. That is success to me. High-frequency success is the natural outcome of energy alignment. If we match our vibration with our vision or a desire, that high-frequency success will happen. Being in it, being in high-frequency success is being in a state of appreciation for all that you've created and a desire to keep creating more, recognizing that you love it for the sake of the process. You love creating and you're free from resistance, contradiction, denial, or doubt that would close you down. High frequency success is the success that comes from being open with your energy. And it's not the result of hard work or effort alone. And it's certainly not the work, the result of struggle. High frequency success comes from learning to harness the power and the energy of the universe of which you are a part of and manage your own vibrational state. It's the kind of success that's created really on the inside and then manifests on the outside. And regardless of what it looks like on the outside, you can always tell when you're having high frequency success by the internal experience that you're having, which is all those things I just mentioned, happiness, joy, vitality, aliveness, abundance, fun, fulfillment, pleasure. Success that comes from this kind of inner vibrational alignment, by the way, is, is not limited to money and, and financial abundance. It's inclusive of that, but it's really a deeply spiritual experience to create high frequency success because the only way that you attain it is by deciding to use this very lifetime right here, right now to realize the fullness of your ability as a powerful creator to realize that you are part of a bigger whole and the higher spirit and that you're here to play, to create, to create things in the 3D world from your energy that is fifth dimension and beyond. And this does include financial success. So you will fulfill our collective purpose to be in the world and not of it, to be 5D, be spirit, but operate in the 3D world. When you're know, knowing, when you know and you are and you extend perfect love, perfect peace, perfect unity, perfect connection, and feel the enjoyment from it. So, wow, that's a whole different uh, leadership recipe and success recipe, isn't it? It was nothing about um, organizing your day in such a rigid way and following a checklist and copying what else everybody else did and comparing with everybody else and doing only what you've seen as possible. And all those thoughts of limitation just went out the window because in a straightforward way, I'll say it, your success, career, business, life is a direct reflection of the quality of energy you put into it. And we attract what we feel. You will create what you feel most often. Do you want to change your reality? Create something new by feeling something new. 
So today I'm going to teach you the practical magic formula that I teach my clients that helps them manage their energy and expand their capacity right here in the 3D world so that they can become the powerful creators of any and all realities and desires they choose so that they can and you can be the divine energy that you already are, that you just haven't accessed. So I will get to that practical magic formula in just a minute. But first, I want to talk a little bit about some background with natural laws. So laws of the universe, law of universal energy, laws of success, um, law of attraction is probably the one that comes to everybody's mind. But there's many different laws. Some would say seven, some would say 12, some would say 20 or 21. I've heard 50. So there's a lot of different laws and they've been taught for a very, very long time. Ralph Waldo Emerson referred to these laws. The Kabbalion Hermetic philosophy was published in 1912 that taught seven laws of the universe. Doctors Milanovich and McCoon and their book, The Light Shall Set You Free, was published in the late 90s. And that talked about 12 laws and 21 sub-laws. Dr., uh, or excuse me, Dick Supfin had 20 laws in his Lightning the Light Within. Napoleon Hill is very famous for uh, a collection, 15, 16 different books and modules and principles to study on the law of success alone. Some laws sound more scientific and some sound more spiritual. And the fact is they're both. This is energy. That's what energy is. It's that bridge between the spiritual world and the scientific world, between the ethers and, and the present. And it's that cross-section. And our, our success really can't be explained, let alone achieved, by just one or the other, one without the other. It is a scientific and a spiritual thing that all can be distilled down to one statement. Your frequency creates your level of success. How and what affects your frequency? Well, the biggest thing that affects your frequency, a few different things, lots of things, everything <laughs> affects your frequency, but the biggest thing is your thoughts because your thoughts create an energy quality that we feel as an emotion, and that creates a reality that you're experiencing. So to be a powerful creator of a chosen reality, you can use all of these laws to manage your emotional energy and to tune your frequency on a daily basis so that you are indeed deliberately creating, creating with intention, creating the things that you truly intend to create. So different laws, seven, seven laws, seven universal laws in a stated in a spiritual way. And there's also, you could find a list of these in a little bit more scientific. Some of them are, have the same names, but some of them have different names, but these are things like the law of attraction, the law of deliberate creation, the law of sufficiency and abundance, the law of pure potentiality, the law of detachment, the law of polarity, the law of allowing. And 12 of them in a more scientific uh, reference are the law of oneness, the law of energy, 
So the law of energy is that everything is made of energy. It's also known as the law of vibration. It means that energy comes in countless frequency levels and from absolutely every single thing in our world and our universe. It's constantly being sent out, always in motion, mingling with all the other energy that's out there. There's a law of action. There's a law of correspondence. There is the law of cause and effect. Now, some people consider that karma, you know, karma, it will come back to you. What you put out there will come back to you. But the thing that I don't like about using the word karma is it really implies that someone else or some other entity dishes you up this, you know, karmic either punishment or reward. Really, it's energy reflection. The energy that you put out is what will be magnetized toward you. There's a law of compensation, a law of attraction, of course, we all know, the law of perpetual transmutation of energy. Let's talk about that one. The law of perpetual transmutation of energy. It basically means you have the ability to change your life by changing your energy. And you have the responsibility Nobody can change your reality for you. Nobody can bring your dream or desire to you. You have the responsibility and are empowered to transform your life by changing your frequency. And you can either accept or reject the opportunities that the universe gives you. The minute you even share a hint of a whisper of a dream of something you want to create, the universe is there giving you all kinds of opportunities and signs, and, but you have to take them. And you get to choose if you want to go with that flow or if you want to stay in doubt and resistance and um, confusion and, oh, maybe it's, maybe I should have a different goal than this goal. And this is the, the dance between you as an energetic being and the universe. There's a law of relativity and a law of polarity and a law of rhythm and even a law of gender, which is yin and yang. There's masculine and feminine energies in life to everything. And in order to balance them, that's when success comes is we can balance and know which energy to draw upon at which time. And lastly, about laws, Raymond Hollowell uh, in the 20th century wrote out his understanding of universal laws. And this book and, and his version were lost for a very long time. And um, Mary Morrissey and Bob Proctor are very well known for bringing these back into uh, you know, more common use. But these laws are the law of thinking, the law of supply, the law of attraction, law of receiving, law of increase, law of compensation, law of resistance, law of forgiveness, law of sacrifice, law of obedience. And then of course, law of success, which Napoleon Hill expanded on so much. If you distill all of these natural laws down, the point I'm making and even mentioning them all is that when it comes to creating success, it's a matter of applying natural laws and your natural spirit-given creative energy. It's not inventing something new. It's much more for most people, a surrender into what you already are and work with that, work with who and what that is, being an energy being. And for me, 
It's a shift. What I teach my clients is a shift of perspective from making things in the hope of having success to creating things with the certainty that you will have success. So let's talk about that difference between making and creating because they are very different. You can tell when you're in a making mode and I would venture to say the vast majority of people are in making modes, moving through careers, fulfilling the requirements, checking the things off the list that their uh, boss gave them to do, getting a promotion. Even, I see this all the time, even when um, someone steps away from maybe a more corporate experience into being an entrepreneur, time and time again, I see that they just recreate the same types of rules and regulations that existed in the corporate world in their very own business. And they continue down the road of making, making, making mode. Making is when you try to force an outcome and you take action even for an outcome, for a specific outcome. And everything that you do is tied to performance and or another way to say that, an image, looking good, doing the right thing, being liked, fulfilling what other people expect from you. When you're in making mode, you're focused on making life conform and manipulating all the outside external factors in order to uphold your or others' expectation, image, definition of success. Making is incredibly ego-driven. Now, in contrast, you can tell when you're in the creating mode, when you're doing things and taking action for the sake of creating for the sake of enjoying it. And you're enjoying everything that you do in life. You become curious and playful as you go about doing things. You're not afraid to fail because there isn't even something called failure. There is experimentation and fun and play in creating different things. And you might create something and go, wow, I got something totally different than I expected. And I don't even like it. So I'm not going to create that again. But then you just move on to some, creating something else and you let the outcome be revealed to you as opposed to tit for tat, give to get, take an action to get a certain outcome. When you're in creating mode, you feel satisfied about taking action and doing things no matter how it turns out. So creation mode is when you are operating from your higher self, your higher spirit. It's very God-driven. And you're creating things and utilizing your creative energetic power to experience the bliss of using it, to experience the bliss of using your God-given creative energy in a way, and frankly, in all the ways, in any ways you want to, whatever feels most fulfilling to you. So how do you make that shift from making to creating? Here is the practical magic formula for creating high-frequency success that I teach my clients, that I hold them accountable to, and that we work through many times because it's really through repetition that you learn and be can begin to embody this new perspective and this new way of thinking and this new energy, which is high-frequency. So first of all, the first step in High frequency success is start with accepting what is. So I invite you to write down a history 
of all the events and their corresponding beliefs that were developed of where you are in your career, business, or life so far, and why you're there. And, you know, basically a summary of your history up until now, what got you to where you are now? What were the events? What were the influences? What did you start to believe? And just write it out in a neutral way and then share it with somebody. Say it out loud. Even if it's just to the mirror, say it out loud. And at the very end of every sentence, add, and it's okay. And then you can formally in that mirror say, and now my old story was, and summarize it, and I release any tie to it. This is your acceptance and then release of anything that up until now the mind has believed has gone wrong or that you're lacking or that you have a disadvantage around or that you failed or that you've lost or any of that lack and limitation story. Number two, once you've accepted what is reflect journal about the times in your life, in your career or your business that felt the best to you. What has brought you the most joy so far? What have been your most fulfilling experiences? When have you felt your highest energy or your most ease and grace? What do you love to spend your time doing? And if you struggle with that one, ask it in in any of these really, but in the opposite way, like what do I hate to spend my time doing? Because that will reveal what you love. And then narrow it down to the top three to five experiences that felt good and clearly identify exactly how you felt in those experiences. Give those feelings a name. Then thirdly, sit in listening before you take off with all that information, which is so making, so ego, sit in listening. One time, two times, three times, however long it takes to actually hear a starting vision a vision that is unfolding for you. And to sit and listening, you can ask yourself thing, ask yourself, your higher self, where and how am I meant to serve? Receiving and hearing this kind of delivered vision is a spiritual thing. And I love the way one of my spiritual mentors shares it is that only when you have a disinterest in the answer, then can you hear the Holy One. This helps you shed the ego in case the reflection and the first two steps, in case the acceptance and the reflection were still being driven by ego, sitting and listening will clean that up. Then we can move on to step four, which is based on your first three steps with a general sort of directional, but not too specific vision that you have for the change you want to see in your life, in your business, in your career in your creative expression, in your personal sense of accomplishment and what is possible. State this vision in a sentence. Note that when you write that sentence and then even say it out loud, how does it make you feel? Free, fulfilled, excited, clear, focused, empowered, liberated, powerful, daring, connected. Come up with the top three power frequencies of how That little nudge, that divine nudge, it's not fully formed yet. And we don't even want it to be because honestly, the 3D mind is incapable of seeing fully the the summit of the mountain here where this vision is going to take you. So don't even worry about that, but get a general sense. That's what I mean by loose, but tight. Like it's directional, 
but it's not, it's not so tight that it's got to be exactly this one thing. It's directional. Maybe it's, I want to be a motivational speaker. I want to improve. I want to motivate others to improve their life. You, you don't have a contract yet. You don't know what stages you're going to be on. It's not going to be limited to TEDx. It's you know, none of that yet. It's the more general loose, but it is absolutely a divine nudge because you've done these steps in order to make sure that it's not only ego talking to you, it's divine. And what are the three power frequencies that you feel when you say, read, and even imagine that vision? Then next step, take that divine nudge into a goal process. And we are going to use smart goals here. And notice if your mind throws up resistance already. There's, I, I see this all the time with clients. There are, there's resistance to actual goal setting. There's resistance to writing things down. There's resistance to putting pen to paper in a plan. Sometimes because that makes it real and there's still fear and doubt about making it real. But oftentimes how that gets translated, maybe even to yourself is, oh, I don't want to do anything so rigid. I came from a structured background and I don't want to use a SMART goal. That sounds um, too rigid. And if you're not familiar with what a SMART goal is, the management guru, Peter Drucker, taught this. And it's an acronym, the letter SMART. S is for specific. M is for measurable. A is for attainable. R is for relevant, which means it matters to you. And T is time bound. So if you notice resistance coming up with this, um, identify it. Ask yourself, why am I resisting? What are the thoughts I'm having? What are the feelings I'm having? And do some breath forced exhales and just state those things. I'm afraid I'm going to fail. As many times as it takes so that you can actually work through the process of writing down a smart goal on your divine nudge. Keep in mind, the divine nudge is not the end all be all of your division uh, of your vision. The divine nudge is the first step, the first logical, concrete next step. It's not the end game. So you already know what it is. If you are following along and doing these steps, you already know what that divine nudge is. Now, just put it into a smart goal process so that it has some direction and you can organize your vision and you can focus your energy on that vision and not waste energy on other things that don't matter. And then if you were my client <laughs> listening, many of them are, they listen to my podcast all the time for reinforcement, pull out your master calendar and plan where, how and when and where, and what are the times of day and who's going to be involved and how are these steps of a smart goal going to happen? And that is right up there along with goal planning and writing it down. Day planners and master calendars I get so much resistance from clients on that. And I'll tell you what, if you resist it, you will be here a month later, six months later, still having that same little divine nudge and nothing will have happened. So commit to organizing your time by managing your energy. You're managing your energy because you're making your divine nudge fit into your calendar. You're making pl a place for it on your calendar. Otherwise your calendar is gonna be filled with everybody else's expectations, obligations, requests, priorities, and your poor little divine nudge vision is just going to sit somewhere 
without a, without a hope and a prayer of being put into action. Once you have your SMART goal, that, that'll stay the same for a period of time. Might be a week, might be a month, might even be a year, depending on the, the size of the action. Then the next step is to tune your frequency daily back to your power frequencies. No matter what's going on, tune back to your power frequencies. So if it is free and light and daring, wake up every day, write thoughts that are free and light and daring, Ask, you what, uh, ask yourself in your journal, what are the possibilities if I'm free and light and daring? You're not changing the plan. You're tuning to the frequency. Who makes me feel free and light and daring and, and that I want to be around them more? What can I listen to? Guided meditations, podcasts that make me feel light and free and daring. What activities can I participate in that make me feel light and free and daring? And do that every, every, every single day. First thing in the morning set your tone. That's called a sunrise ritual. Then at night, sunset ritual, discharge any contradictory energy, anything that came your way that's still in you that is not light and free and daring. Do something to move that energy out of you. Body movement is great. The forced exhale that I just did is, uh, had you do is great. Um, laughter yoga is wonderful writing it out, being witness. There's lots of screaming it out. Like there's lots of ways to discharge energy, but don't skip that step because if that contradictory energy is still present, it's going to dilute your frequency and you're not going to be high frequency. Then final step throughout your day, set alarm reminders or sticky notes or whatever works for you so that you'll remember ideally every hour all day long, but at least a few times during the day, a reminder to stop and bring awareness, awareness to your thoughts and your feelings, awareness to your energy, asking yourself, what was I thinking just now? Was I thinking about how my divine nudge is going to work out? and be successful? Or was I thinking about how I don't have any time and I don't have the skill and it's probably not going to work anyway. And there's no way I can do this because I don't have enough money and I don't have enough time and I'm too busy and blah, blah, blah. Are you spending more time focused on what can happen with your divine nudge? What is possible, the potential or on the obstacles? Are you spending more time focused and thinking about the problems and your current situation or the vision and your future. So these steps, these seven steps are not a one-time process at all. Um, the, the early, all the way through your SMART goals, that might be one time for the period of time of your SMART goal. And then every day you do the last two steps. But do remember periodically to recreate vision because our vision is a ceaseless unfolding. When we're in a divine vision, it's a ceaseless unfolding. So this vision was the most tangible, seeable, thinkable step now, but there's going to be a next step. So periodically go back and go through all seven of the steps. And that's how you will create high frequency success. Recreate your vision, continue to let it unfold and evolve into a more and more fulfilling picture of how you spend 
your life. Now, to know something is to be it. And to learn something is to experience it. So right now, you don't know this formula yet, and you haven't learned it yet, even if the mind is telling you that you have. So I do want to invite you. I lead a six-month container with like-minded, like-frequencied souls that is a catalyst and an incredible support to help you create your next big reality by following your divine nudges and by using this process and, and many others. I call it spiritual wealth mastery. Now we're not opening our doors on that until fall of 2021, but you can get on the wait list if you're interested in learning more. And that wait list, I'll drop the link in the show notes. It is um, a bit.ly also forward slash spiritual wealth mastery. Each of those words is capitalized and then wait list, no spaces, spiritual wealth mastery wait list. So if you had a nudge in this conversation, listening to this conversation, that there's more out there for you. You just need to know how to access it. I'm there to say, you're right. It is already there in the universe. Your vision is already out there. And it's a matter of calling it in through your high frequency. So go ahead and get on our wait list. But don't wait until fall of 2021 to start applying what you've learned here. First of all, I created an something called the Inspirement Life Planner, which is an actual day weekly planner, like a daytime or weekly planner that focuses on managing your energy and staying in your high frequency versus only managing your time. And you can grab that. There is a half year that was just published. So July, 2021 to June, 2022 is now available. It's available in four colors. And I will drop the link to order that planner if you'd like. And if you're serious about this and you want to take it a step further, I invite you to join me for a vision activation workshop or series, your choice, called Managing Your Energy Beyond Your Time. This is a monthly vision activation where you monthly re-engage with your vision and you detox any of those frequencies that are contradictory. You learn the Inspirement Life process to plan for your and manifest your biggest dreams and goals while you support your health and your happiness and you feel fulfilled and you create for yourself the open space to do it with me as your personal coach. And you can have me in that capacity in this monthly workshop for an entire year for around $300. So I think it's an unbelievable value. You can get all the details and register for that at bit.ly forward slash energy planner. I'll begin where I started. Your dream, your desire, your vision is already out there in the field, in the fertile field. It's waiting for you to be a match to it. It's waiting for your energy and your frequency to draw it in and be magnetized to you. And it's not a matter of changing anything in your outside world. It's completely about changing your internal frequency. I hope this has been really helpful and very eye-opening. And I hope to see you in our activation, vision activation workshop. This is Leah Lund, and I'll be with you next time on I Am Vibrant. 